Chris Roots now joining us. Chris, I was just reminiscing there about the uh, the young years, mate. You would have uh, surely, you know, growing up loving the horses and the punt. I mean, times have changed now, but, you know, the old sneaking in, having the dollar each way on the horses with the old man and the uncle and granddad, that's, that's just what it was, wasn't it? I just thought you were talking about last weekend, getting on the bicycle and rowing down the pub. Oh, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I tell you, it's, um, it just, it's funny how times have changed. And you know what actually is a, you know, well, I was going to say it is a bit of a sad thing. That particular place that I used to go to, um, I think it's now closed down. I think I haven't been there for a while back to, to Wellow Point, but I think they've just knocked it down. It's all apartment blocks and stuff now. It's funny how times change, mate. Well, it's... it's um... Certainly moving on at a speed now. You, um, I think. Just get on the phone. Yeah, well, on the phone. Fa- don't, fa- don't, don't even need to leave. Need to leave. Just get on the phone. <laughs> hey, uh, just sit there, sit there with a, sit there with about four apps open. <laughs> uh, tell us about what do you think about these apprentices, mate? Uh, because uh, you know. We see Tyler Schiller. Uh, he is the benchmark, isn't he, when it comes to our apprentices this year? Do you feel? At the moment, it's it's interesting. Like the tab's now betting on the premiership, which I don't think we've had a chance to for the last ten years because it's sort of been a clear cut winner and things like that. And Zach Lloyd's favourite at a dollar sixty. Tyler Schiller two eighty. Dylan Gibbons eight dollars. Now I can't remember the last time an apprentice has ridden two Saturday trebles in a row, and Zach is an absolute extraordinary talent, but he's got a real problem now. He's, he misses the next month with suspension. He's had quite a few. So when he gets suspended next time, if he gets suspended next time, it carries a 50% premium. So in the next, there's eight months to go in the premiership. Um, he's going to miss a month. If he if he cops another one, it's probably almost another month. So I think the 280 Tyler Shaw is probably a good price at the moment. He seems to seems to be going well enough that he'll ride another, he'll get towards 50 winners now. 50 winners is sort of a benchmark for apprentices where you go, that's elite. Um, Tommy Berry, Hugh Bowman and Ty England are the only apprentices to ride 50 winners in a season in Sydney this century. Really? And what's Tyler on? Tyler's on, Tyler's on about 31 at the moment. Um, and Zach's not that far behind him. I think he's on about 30. And he's got his two kilo claim, so he's going to... He's going to rush through towards 50 very quickly, and he's going to have that claim for a long time. Like, There's no doubt Zach will probably win a Sydney Premiership, whether it's this year or next. He's, he's going to have enough left next year to be a factor again. Um, Dylan's been much talked about, and he's probably sitting there, and he, he's, he's just as good. He's still claiming two as well. I think we saw him on Banana Queen yesterday. He won the Apprentices race. He's the only one to win two Rising Stars races. So um, we're in a fortunate state. They have some great young riders, and you don't often see in Sydney in particular, and we always talk about how tough it is to have these young riders at, at the top, in the top three riders in the in, in the in the Sydney Premiership. Yeah, so so that uh, apprenticeship market, what, Zach Lloyd won 60, Tyler Schiller at 280, Dylan Gibbons $8, and Reese Jones... At two hundred and one dollars, yeah, that's not a bad price. Maybe the two eighty for Tyler, considering Zach. Well, it's to be, it gets down to how many winners Tyler can put between him and Zach in the next month, and then you've got to catch those winners before you start um, before you start going going forward again. So um, he had a very good last month, Zach, and I don't think I think everyone's seen that he that he rides very very well. He he's still an apprentice. He's still um, 
can put in a bad one occasionally, but that's part of the growing up experience. And Tyler's been through that. And I think what we see with Tyler is he's riding, he'll be riding with an A next to his name, but it, it should be an A plus next to his name because he's he's the, um, as you said, the benchmark and probably up um, knocking on the door of the top five jockeys who want rides in Sydney. And I guess I could, uh, you could throw, and again, this is not a personal opinion, but it's more just being devil's advocate here, just throwing it in. Um, could you say what Tyler has achieved as well has been even more remarkable, considering um, that he's not maybe going to get some of the opportunities that maybe Zach's going to get? Because at the you know Zach is right, going to obviously he's apprenticed to, to James. He's going to be getting on some nice you know Lamborghinis and Ferraris in some races. Yeah. Could we say that uh, you know what Tyler has achieved, considering too when he first started, he didn't come with the big hype. That, um, you know, he has really, you know, gone ahead in leaps and bounds. We've mentioned that before, but just to, to mention it again. Well, Tyler, put it this way, Tyler's rode three winners for Chris Waller and Godolphin in the last year. That's three three winners. He's not getting he's not getting the pick of, like, Chris Waller wins a large proportion of races in Sydney and, and James is the second biggest trainer in Sydney when it comes to wins. So... You're looking at about 20 to 25% of winners he hasn't got access to. So he's he's very well supported by a raft of stables. Mark Newnham, a good starting point. Joel Ryan absolutely loves putting him on. Um, you, you just, you, you, um, he's, he's made a really good business for himself, getting the best rides for those other stables and winning on them. And I think you look at his average price, it's around six or seven dollars. Like, that's you know he's not he's not fancied in the market, but he's getting on the right horses at the right time, and not making mistakes. So I think in the next couple of weeks we'll 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 see if he can ride five or six, put five or six on Zach. It'll take, and not forgetting that these guys probably won't ride during the carnival in Sydney, so they'll probably be miss another month or so during March and March and. Uh, uh, April, but it's going to be a very see, tight I, race all the way. I think we'll see Tyler over that carnival. I think we'll see Tyler. I don't think we'll see. I, I think. I don't think. I, don't, I think they'll they'll let Zach go back and ride the provincials on a Saturday just just to keep him keeping him in regular regularly riding. Like if you look at that carnival time and when the Melbourne jockeys come, there won't be that many opportunities for these guys to ride. So why wouldn't they go back to provincials and have big books and and keep keep the learning process going. It's a, you learn a lot more by riding rather than sitting in a jockey's room and watching. Chris Roots joining us this morning on right and just quickly, Glenn Munsey's just sent through some stats. So Zach's ridden thirty one winners of hundred and forty eight rides and Tyler's had the thirty one winners of two hundred and thirty four rides. So that's just a little stat from Mund. He's always listening, isn't he, Chris? Yeah, the grand old man of Sydney racing as we know him. Grand old man of Sydney racing. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, well, he's um, he, he's he's um, been a, he, he's seen more races than you and me put together, Doug. <laughs> I, uh, I I can I can I can agree with that. Yes, uh, and he keeps telling me. I put a little tweet up yesterday about uh, where Luke and I should travel to uh, over this uh, next part of two thousand and twenty-three, and. Uh, he just keeps telling me French's Forest. There's some really good studios at French's Forest, which I'm at today. First time I've been in a long, long time. So, yeah, Glenn, I can understand what you mean, mate. Um, uh, Chris, this horse is off the map, this Passagiata. Is that how I pronounce it? 
Passagiata, yeah. So he what's it mean? What is Passagiata mean? What was Bray thinking? Was he at a was he at a faster pastor or something? Getting some ravioli? What's he What's he talking about? I'm not sure, but uh, I went back and watched Luke Marlowe's call, and you know, even with the Queensland swing, I could um, I could I could pick up the pronunciation. He's so, not even um, in the top fifty, is he? For callers, fair dinkum. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, he's um, mate, he's one of the one of the great men. What are you saying, Marlowe? He's a oh, champion. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's got. He plays you off a break. You're yeah, lucky, he does. You're lucky he's a race. You're lucky he's a race baller and not wanting your job, mate. You know what he's like. Uh, he's like. Uh, I'm trying to think of think of those good bands, mate. I'm just out the back with the bass, and mate, he's the he's the Mick Jagger. He's Mick Jagger, mate, and I'm just you know just floating. Around. I'm the bloke that brings the guitar on and in between each set. <laughs> well, it, it was very impressive at Gosford this horse, and goes straight to a Saturday race, and they put up five fifty. And if you weren't sitting there refreshing, 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 you have to take two fifty. So that's that sort of gives you some idea of the confidence of running the stable. Um, Bjorn Baker. Um, has been surprised with what it's done since since its first up run. He, he's very keen on it with 52 kilos and Rachel Kidd. I think there's no no question how it's going to be ridden. It'll be it'll jump to the front and try and to um, improve its position from the from the time the barriers rise. Yeah, uh, here we go. Ray Hickson's just sent me a text message and also Glenn Munsey. Great to have. It's like we're playing a quiz here. I could do a little quiz and text in your. Your uh, your thoughts of the show, uh, but a passagiata is a afternoon, a leisurely afternoon stroll. I'm heard from both yeah, Glenn uh, and Ray. Uh, there you go. Well, Glenn has a lot of those, and unfortunately for him, he's a leisurely afternoon stroll. Mm. Stroll often costs him a little bit of money on a golf course. There's a really good restaurant I'm told to in Waverley called Passagiata. So I thought Bray might have been there on the red, but I'd go there. I've heard good things. It's an Italian joint, anyway. They won't be listening, so don't worry. There'll be no, uh, there's no uh, Valvoline about that at all. Um, Chris Roach joining me this morning. Gold Nugget and Gold Pearl. They're on the GC. Yeah, they're on the GC, and they've always been good races. These races for the um, for the Magic Millions. Um, they might not be too many in the market there, but they tend to throw off a horse that runs a really good race a week later. Now we get to see Quasimodo again. Clint Lundholm taking it, taking it up there. Kevin McAvoy stays with it after. It's second that in the in the Warren Magic Millions. Um, I I can see it as the benchmark. I think um, Royal Entrance, which won its only start at Warwick Farm, is the favourite. But I think that could flip. I think you might see Quasimodo start favourite in the in the Nugget. Um, interestingly, um, uh, Lamino Lamino was. Um, in the Magic Millions debutant, and when it didn't get a run, they've decided to run it here. So it's a nine dollars start for the Stuart Kendrick um, stable on the Sunshine Coast, and he really can get a good two-year-old. So that's an interesting race. And then looking at the looking at the the pearl, well, it all comes down to whether Jess Glamorous gets a run. The way Gay Waterhouse is talking about it, the book, James McDonald, and and um, second emergency, if it gets a run. I'm, I'm sure it'll start favourite in front of Skirt the Law, which is a two-time winner in Brisbane. So um, it's really a watch and see with these 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 races. Um, you you look at it, and, and the other ones excel the all, which is um, Annabelle Nation's horse that ran second to the novelist last start. So um, there's a bit of depth to these two-year-old races, and you know, we'll we'll. I don't think you'll find any of these will start favourite in the Magic Millions, but they'll definitely improve their position in the market if they can come out and win well. My next question, what do you think starts favourite in the two-year-old race? What jumps favourite? Will it be the... the Empire, the, Empire of Japan will jump favourite. Empire of Japan will jump favourite. And do you think it'll jump shorter than what it is now at the $5 price? 
If it draws inside, it'll be closer to three. Three in front of it. And what about the three-year-old race where Russian Conquest? I mean, it's got that fast response form. Where that's that's stacking up that form, isn't it? <laughs> the um, the Everest spot's getting closer. Oh, isn't it? mate! Well, I had Tom Magna on the program yesterday, so fingers crossed. Did you ask him? No, mate. Please. Uh, He's uh, he's got he's got a oh, Le- he's got a Learjet, oh, mate. We've got an old Cessna. He's got a Learjet. I'm sure lurking somewhere up there on the Hunter. Oh, when I see him on the Gold Coast, I'll ask him for you and say, you know, you, you might get some positive press out of it with you. I, you know what? We might just go lurking elsewhere with fast response. I hear it's gone to the paddock, has it? Just gone for you know, We might go to the Riverina. The Riverina. Yeah, there's there? a little clue for you. The Riverina, maybe in a in a. In a, maybe yeah, maybe this season or next season. Okay, right. Taking it off Richard and Will, geez, they buy you a no, nice horse. No, take, the, take Wagga, the Wagga Carnival. We've always wanted to have a winner down at the Wagga Carnival. Oh well, I'm glad you're training, training and programming this. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to get onto the nine papers, mate. Get on those people at Fairfax or not Fairfax, but nine now, and just say, listen, Sydney Morning Herald must be at Wagga for the celebrations. Um, um, I think the last time, I think Adam Pingelli went down there a few years ago and he raved about the carnival, so it's not one I've been to, but I've been to Wagga races before and it was one of the great afternoons at and back to Barney's pub afterwards. Well, that's what you've got to do this year, mate. If we can get down there, who knows what's possible? No problems, mate. And um, so you're, 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 you're obviously... Um, Said that Richard and Will go and buy me another one at um, at Magic Millions. And that's the plan. Give them, give them the, the hundred thousand dollar voucher for Chipwood. Yep, that's the plan, mate. No, we're just going to buy up, mate. Uh, so um, I, I'm I'm happy to do an exclusive with you, mate. After we've bought twenty yearlings uh, next week, so uh, secretly one gold lotto. Actually, that's what I was thinking. If you won gold lotto, you just you just go to Magic Millions and. No, it's just... not gold lotto. It's not gold lotto. You're in New South Wales. You're not in Queensland. Oh, no, sorry, you're a Queenslander. Sorry. It's... It's Lotto here, It's mate. Lotto, sorry. Well, it was always gold Lotto. It always come on of a night. I didn't know Tappy did the Lotto either. I found that out the other day. Tappy is through the numbers. Can, maybe you can get the job doing the Powerball. Do the Powerball? Power no, 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 no. One ball can change it all. That's what they used to say. That was the ad. Hey, mm-hmm. so what starts favourite in that three-year-old race, do you think? Russian Conquest. Um, James McDonald is such a big influence on the marketplace that he'll – anything that James is on starts shorter than what should – Sometimes what it should be, but I think Russell Conquest um, run at um, Gosford was unbelievable. I think it would just tip, top it off for that that, row, that race at, at the Gold Coast. Just needs to get um, get close, be close enough in the run to get over the top of them. Still having nightmares about it looming up to beat Colin Gatta last year and not getting there. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, hopefully, twelve months can change some history, mate. Pleasure talking to you. I'll see you next week when it comes to. A massive, um, a massive Magic Millions, mate, and also another paid gig, another paid gig for you. The Calcutta, is it? Uh, no, it's not actually. I think it's all just a part of the uh, a part of the process. Uh, I'm not like Muns, mate. Please. And I was going to say uh, tomorrow for the punters panel. Yep, and I'll see you then, and let's hope um, we can find a couple of winners.